five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. Okay, let's have some fun. Let's get right over to Tom Fishburn and see what he's got to say. Okay, Tom is talking about the marketing four Ps, and he's actually talking about the article that I talked about a couple of weeks ago by Mark Ritson. And so if you want to find that article, you can go to WDMA.org. Yeah, ta-da. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Kate. Hey, Phoenix. Uh, you can go to WDMA.org and join, and uh, you can subscribe for free and have access to all the show notes, marked up articles, so that you can remember all the wisdom that you got dumped on you. Uh, also, the podcasts are available. Uh, they're delayed a day or two, but you could skip the videos and just watch the uh, – no, just watch in your car <laughs> on your phone, Google Podcasts has it under WDMA. Surprise. Anyway, so reinventing the four P's. Traditional marketing is obsolete, so it's time to reinvent the four P's. Let's, one person says, pompous, presumptuous, pointless, puffed up. And the presenter says, what does that have to do with our brand? We were talking about you. <laughs> and maybe that's what you think about me. I don't know. But anyway, so... So Tom, Fish, excuse me, Tom Fishburn says there's a tendency in the marketing community to throw out long-established marketing concepts in favor of something new. It's the famous shiny object syndrome that we have in marketing. The classic four P's: product, pri product, price, promotion, and place. And as Ritson points out, place is really distribution. But you know they wanted to fit with the P's. Um, is, is there's, there's just dozens and dozens and dozens of articles suggesting that those P's should be thrown away. And Ritson explains that the statistical odds of coming up with a set of four new ones that's equally valid is like one out of 26 million or something. Uh, Especially, I always like the purpose one. I don't know if you saw, I'm not going to cover it, but Nike sales actually went down while Converse went up 8%, and they especially fell in North America. Maybe people are tired of being preached to and just want to see great athletes competing, as as Steve Jobs said way back in the, in the 90s when he retook over Apple. He was so excited about knocking off Nike, who celebrated the great athletes get back to that nike and maybe your sales won't go down uh and that's what was the genesis of the uh the crazy ones if you remember i identified with that you probably remember that apple campaign the crazy ones the ones that changed the world and so purpose has gotten a lot of play lately uh personalization has gotten a lot of play um, along with the idea that we can guess what you're going to want next, which I can't even guess what I'm going to want next. Changes day to day. Ask me what I'm going to want in three days. Nope, can't tell you. <laughs> I can tell you what I want now, maybe, but does that mean I'm going to buy it? No. Anyway, so you can, it's a very dangerous one. But the point is, is that uh, Mark launched the 4P Regenerator. I didn't actually click the link to see if I could generate my own 4Ps, but I'm sure it probably does work. 
uh, Mark shared that uh, the history of it. 1959, Jerry McCarthy came up with it. It's 60 years old, which, you know, seasoned marketers say uh, that's even older than me. No, it's not quite as old as me. Uh, seasoned, artic- seasoned marketers say it's six de- decades prove its robustness and consistency. If you're into C.S. Lewis, he wrote a really great article called On Reading Old Books. Excellent, excellent. You know, and if you run out of podcasts, you can always go uh, on uh, online and find audiobooks of your favorite classics like Gulliver's Travels, Candide, or The Divine Comedy by Dante. I've done all those in the past year, uh, looking for stuff to do. Uh, someone else and I were talking about this, and they also added to the list um, Ben-Hur which is one of my favorites, and I did that on my on my smartphone, read it on there. Okay, but if you're a modern marketer and low on disciplinary knowledge and think that the evolution of tactics is really what's going on in marketing rather than the core unchanging nature of marketing, then 60 years basically says it's surely out of date, okay? And if you want something that really proves that, go to scientificmarketing.com and get the book by Claude Hopkins of the same name. The four Ps remain simple but effective encapsulation of the levers of marketing. Marketing has gotten more specialized over the years and basically has centered just around the P of promotion. But I know in my case, I've had by far the most impact when I could help with product selection, help with pricing, and why? Because in direct marketing, we not only can run the levers, but we can measure precisely the causal impact of the changes. So if you want to apply scientific marketing, then direct marketing is the key. And the key foundation for that is direct mail. Direct mail as I keep saying, is the most cutting-edge marketing tool to implement the four Ps. You don't have to do all your marketing with mail. I'm not arguing for that. But I am arguing against the idea that mail added in is going to change anything, probably fail. And that's what everybody's talking about today. Let's do a little mail rather than mail testing direct marketing as the foundation okay so anyway um marketers have learned to manage by influence and uh russell says leave marketers out of decision making on price and you've robbed you you're robbed of insight understanding and sensitivity to the customer's needs Take away their influence over place and you risk decisions being made on the basis of cost at the expense of customer experience. Eradicate input on product and you get innovation for innovation's sake, merely for innovation's sake. And we see a lot of that in product design today. We do not need to change the four Ps because of digital. We need to understand that the constituent elements that make up the four Ps have changed will continue to change as time moves on. It's not about doing digital marketing or mark 
it's about marketing effectively in a digital world. Great, great input. Okay. And as usual, Tom Fishburne has some great stuff. What's our marketing strategy? Marketing is dead. I'm a growth hacker. We create product market fit. Find scrappy ways to get the word out and optimize with data to grow. What part of that isn't marketing? The hubris. If you know what hubris is, it means pride. <laughs> it means puffed up pride. I love that. That's one of my very favorite uh, Fishburne cartoons. <laughs> Long live marketing. This is just from December. Think of all the things that have changed since December of 2019. TV is dead. Retail is dead. Segmentation is dead. The CMO is dead. Brand loyalty is dead. Positioning is dead. What about apocalyptic marketing predictions? Oh, they'll be around forever. Okay. Now, I've got this great article I keep wanting to get to, but I always have too much great stuff before it. But I will go over to this one. Newsom recall tops 2 million signatures at the deadline, organizers say. Now, I don't care what you think of Newsom. I don't even know much about California. I try to stay out of there as much as possible. But, and no matter what happens with the recall, it'll probably just be a similar person with similar policies. Because in California, basically, the top two candidates in the runoff go against each other or in the primary. And so, you know, it's basically Democrats as your choice. They've figured that out. So, you know, it's going to be the same, uh, the same old story. They figured out how to keep it going. But that aside, whatever you think of Newsom, I, you may love him, you may not, I don't care. But I thought this was an interesting fact you will not see probably on any other show. It says whoever is governors should be focused on the fact that you need to be responsive to the public. Great point from Don Wagner, or Orange County Supervisor. He's, uh, the, in February, the Secretary of State's office said 83.7% of the signatures were proving to be valid. Okay? And uh, Don up there, or whatever his name is, Wagner, basically said, I've never seen... I've never seen in all my years of watching this stuff a validity rate that high, said Wagner. Okay, 87%, almost 90% of the signatures are valid. Why? Well, one hypothesis is most of the signatures are gathered with direct mail appeal, appeals. They're mailing to the household. Okay, they're targeting folks that they know are sympathetic and have confidence they will open the mail. They either throw it away or sign it and get it back. And it's not likely they're going to sign Mickey Mouse, which is what you get sometimes when collecting signatures at grocery stores. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Doesn't that go along with all we've been saying about how direct marketing, no, direct mail is real. It's tangible. It's 100% engagement. Isn't it interesting that the recall campaign focused on mail and got way higher validity than anybody's ever gotten before? What do you think of that? You probably would have missed this article. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.